So I don't know about you all, but I enjoy a good list. I like lists because they get right to the point. I can go down the list and check it off and go to the next thing and I can see how far I am uh, to the end of the list, all that great stuff. So today we have a simple list for you. And as you all know um, from previous episodes, we are diving into mindset this entire quarter because mindset is critical as marriedpreneurs. And so what we want to share with you today is a short list. It's, it only has seven items on the list, but these seven items are pretty powerful. So these are going to be the seven legacy killers that marriedpreneurs must overcome and they are all directly connected to mindset okay so here's what we're going to be discussing today we're going to be discussing first thing is two clues uh, to always serving your market at the highest level and this is actually easier than you may think Yes, we're also going to be discussing how to appreciate and to decline opportunities mm. without feeling FOMO. Oh, that's going to be good, y'all. We're also going to be sharing how these seven legacy killers can be all tied to one main culprit and what you need to do about it. Okay, y'all ready? Let's go. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. What's up, everybody? This is O.L. Buckley. And this is Sway Buckley. Of MarriedPernodLife.com. Yep, this is where we help mission-minded married entrepreneurs, those of you who want to get more clarity, generate more income, but above all of that, you want to leave a lasting impact. Yes, for the last 10 years, we've helped marriedpreneurs to create powerful strategies that help them replace their nine to five income and implement high level systems to scale profitably and peaceably, amen to that. So if you are either a spousalpreneur, a, an indiepreneur or a couplepreneur, you are absolutely in the right place. If you have no idea what those are, spousalpreneur, is where one of you is working or building a nine to five while the other is supporting the spouse and operating that business. And then we have the indiepreneurs where both spouses are building individual businesses. And then there are couplepreneurs where both spouses are working together to build the same business. So you can be either one of those or a combination of those. Either way, we are glad you are here. We're legacy builders helping other legacy builders to build profitably and peaceably in sync. So with that being said, let's dive on in to today's episode of the Married Pernod Life podcast. We're here talking about the seven legacy killers that married preneurs must overcome. You got to right. overcome these. So let's get right into this list. Number and this is going to help you guys to identify them. Yes. So you can uh, make changes <laughs> as needed. Number one is comparisons. Constant comparison. Constant comparison. Constant comparing yourself to what's happening in the market, to what's happening um, with what even seems to be other people's success, that kind of constant comparison is definitely a legacy killer. Absolutely, because what it does is it makes you feel, it could make you feel many times that um, you're focusing then more on others and what they're doing versus using that energy to focus on what 
you need to be doing and what you all are called to do. And so being clear of that is is the first thing. Uh, number two is a lack of clarity. A lack of clarity of where you're going, what you're building, and what it's supposed to look like. Um, that doesn't mean we have to have all the steps. That doesn't mean that we have to know the next 20 steps, right? Um, but it does mean that we're clear on what we're building and what needs to be done each day in order to take those steps. Yeah, lack of clarity is probably one of the most frustrating things because it causes married entrepreneurs to wander. Yes. So number three on the list is broken systems. Mm. Now, you could say broken systems could also mean not even having systems, but even that's a system that's broken, right? Um, so a broken system is just really not having the kind of a system that's that's really helping you to, to get traction, to be effective, to mm -hmm. execute, to deliver, to do all the things that healthy, thriving, profitable businesses do. Yeah, and I would say with this as well too, talking about broken systems, sometimes uh, when you find that you, there may be holes in your system, um, sometimes we can get so accustomed to using a broken system that we don't we no longer realize that it's broken. We don't realize that there is actually a better way. And then the thing about systems is it helps us to be consistent. Sometimes we don't realize what it really takes, you know, to implement. And usually when we're talking about implementing systems, there's going to be more of the quote unquote heavy lifting on the front end, and it's easy to. Um, to procrastinate and actually building out a system because you know it's work it's work and work oftentimes when it's um, a heavy load is it's uncomfortable but what it does is it grows us and it stretches us and at the end once we have the system in place it pays off for years to come um, so this really all of these as we were mentioning tie into um, the, having the right type of mindset as well too so really being mindful that there are systems that need to be in place in order to to support um, not just what we're building, but how we want to live and lead our lives. Yeah, I want to add this one thing on broken systems. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we can do things that help us get by and they're just sort of get by measures. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that we're to continue duct taping and, you know, doing the kinds of things that are just sort of helping us to get by. That's if we're going to build effectively, we don't want to get by system. Mm -hmm. We want a proven uh, system that's really going to help us live the kind of lives that we're, mm -hmm. that we're desiring to live. So want to make sure that that's really, really yeah. clear. I'm so glad you said that too. Yeah. So with the next one, number four, this mm -hmm. actually ties into this. This is hobbying. Hobbying as in the mindset of hobbying um, your business when you're called to do it. Now, that doesn't mean, let's just say you're working nine to fives and you are um, called to to build this business, to build this business legacy together. Um, just because you may not be doing it on a full-time basis as of yet, if that's something that you know that you're called to do, does not mean that we don't treat it any less than if we, you know, we're not doing that. So the goal is to make sure that we are not treating that call as a hobby, that we're treating it as a priority. And that, that means that we are, once again, we are consistent with it. That means we are working through our systems with it. That means we're not putting it on the back burner and saying, okay, when I get to, I'll get to it. When I get the time to do it, I'll do it because that we know how that goes. We know how that ends up really. And so I'm really making sure that we are prioritizing our call prioritizing that and making it um, something that is before us on the daily. Yep. So, no hobby. No okay? hobby. No hobby. Number five, easily distracted. Mm. Now, easily distracted is typically 
and I don't want to put an underscore under easily, easily distracted. So like being distracted is one thing, but being easily distracted really comes from having um, a lack of confidence or conviction about the value that you can and are called to bring to the marketplace. But it is also the result uh, being easily distracted is it kind of ties into comparison as well, as well as all the other aforementioned. And when we're easily distracted, we find ourselves with a divided focus and and usually a divided focus can come from a divided heart. And mm-hmm. so when we're not clear, lack of clear and all the other things, broken systems and comparing, constantly comparing ourselves, we're going to be easily distracted because we're looking for the next easy way out that doesn't require as much of us mm-hmm. many times, but we don't want to be easily distracted. We want to have a type of singular focus. Um, and when I say singular focus, I'm, I'm just saying a, a, a discipline focus. That's a better way of yeah. saying it about what it is that we're going after. Yeah. And I want to add to that, too. So when we're talking about not being easily distracted, it is definitely a discipline. And one of the things that um, I know for for me, for us that we work on is, you know, when we have different opportunities to do whatever these things may um, be, it's easy to be like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Let's do it. Or that sounds like that's going to be a lot of fun, right? But that doesn't mean that we're actually supposed to be doing it. So there are times nowadays that we are declining more than we are accepting these opportunities. Um, and and then we're okay with it. There was a time when we, you know, were to decline something, but then like, man, well, if we did it, well, maybe I could figure out a way to do it this way. Well, are we missing out on this? If, if, we, if we say no to this, then 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 we're not going to be able to do this or or maybe it's going to take longer to do that or you know um and so now though it's so much it's easier that doesn't mean it's always easy but it is easier when we are are clear that this is a distraction over here and um we're not easily distracted nor are we feeling like we are missing out that whole FOMO um because that goes back to a previous point our focus is to be clear right to be clear on what we're called to do and knowing that we can't do everything just because it feels good, it looks good, and it seems like it would be a lot of fun or a great quote-unquote opportunity. Or even if it seems to work for somebody else. Yeah, that's so good. And that goes to that comparison as well, too, because you can see other people doing things and like, oh, well, they're doing it, so it must be good, so let me try to do it. Or let's try this over here and this over there. And meanwhile, we're not making any any real traction. Which then brings us to number six mm-hmm. on this seven legacy killer list. And number six <laughs> legacy is list. Right, oh, is inflexibility. Oof. Inflexibility. Ooh, inflexibility. So, you know, there's the easily distracted that's on one end of the spectrum and the inflexibility is on the other end of the spectrum. So with inflexibility, it's like, not that you don't have a plan. You all have a plan and, and you're going to do the plan, doggone it. You know, you're going to do this regardless of what happens. The house burned down. You're doing this plan. And um, when we are so uh, rigid with our plan and feeling that it has to go the way that we design, not even thinking, oh, wow, well, maybe there's more than, way, more than one way to win, right? Maybe, maybe God wants to show us a whole different way to get to the end goal, or maybe he wants to to pivot us along this way. Um, there's so many things I could say about being inflexible and how that can actually stunt our growth when in in 
sometimes internally we can feel like we're doing the right thing. Yeah, there's a statement that I've heard a lot growing up, and it was anything that doesn't bend breaks. Mm -hmm. And I think that's true. I think what happens is when we talk about inflexibility, let's sort of put some clarity between what it what that can mean. So on one hand, um, we have pivots and adjustments. On another hand, we have the kind of rigidity that you're speaking to. Um, and so so if you think like a branch, you know, certain trees, certain wood um, is designed to bend without breaking. So on one hand, you have tweaks and adjustments. And on the other hand, you have compromise. So we're not saying be so flexible that you compromise. Easily distracted. We're saying be, be flexible to tweaks and adjustments and pivots. Yeah. Now, there is a difference because you can tweak and adjust and pivot without compromising. Yeah, and it really um, takes, I would say, consistent prayer. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, just to, to walk that it line. It takes a discerning heart to, mm -hmm. to, to know, okay, is this trying to is this trying to get me to compromise altogether or is this just a tweak and an adjustment right and then i would say also then we have this let me just throw this in here so you know we start off with our plan quote unquote plan for the year and this is how we're going to do it these are the launches that we're going to do this is how we're going to run the launches and da -da -da -da, right um this is our messaging for the year but then uh you look up and this is something that we have recently discussed wait a minute the ones the market that we're helping it's actually very specific it's very specific in what they're needing help with but this is not what we were thinking uh that 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 the focus was going to be per se um and so even now as we are even more so shifting um one of our offers to really really you know focus in on those couples who are wanting to uh, replace their nine to five income and making sure that we have a, a resource that targets specifically that need and that request. Um, but that was a type of a pivot for us because we had to, number one, be aware, be aware of what the request was, be aware of what the pain points have been um, for a lot of a particular, I would say, sub-market within our market. Um, and then also, so we're aware of this, but then we're also listening, listening to the market. And so these are two, we would say, like main clues to actually um, listening to to understand, do we need to pivot? Because we could have just said, well, no, we're not focusing on that at all. We're just going to focus on helping you build a business. But that doesn't really speak solely to we're going to help you. We're going to show you a strategy on how to replace your nine to five income. If that's what you all desire to do, and you know, this is what God has placed in your heart. We're going to show you a simple roadmap to do it. We've done it and we've helped others do it and we can help you do it as well. That sounds totally different than just saying helping you build a business. Right. So I, I think it's important to to be aware, number one, and then to listen to the market. Number two, Absolutely. when it comes to this whole piece of um, inflexibility. <laughs> yes. All right. So now here we are at number seven Trump on the list. <laughs> number seven of the list here is being uncoachable. Mm. Basically a lack of humility. Now, this is absolutely a legacy killer because when we are not coachable, coachable what we're saying is, in effect, I already know everything I need to know in order to build this out. And that kind of um, lack of coachability, not being coachable, never mind how many Proverbs 
speaks about <laughs> that foolish way of approaching anything in life. Right. Um, but the reality is, is that, that when we are uncoachable, what happens is two things happen. Either we're not going to build um, what we're really desiring to build to where it can become profitable. Or let's just say we even do have a degree of success, a certain modicum of achievement. We're still capped and we're not really building out to the extent that we could because, again, we're being uncoachable. So if we're really going to build this thing out and be a, and, and be effective, we're going to have to have a humility that says, you know what, I know I don't know everything I need to know, mm -hmm. so let me go and acquire um, coaches, uh, other wise persons in this space mm -hmm. so that I can walk with the wise and then be wise as well as Proverbs would say. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and I would also say this ties into um, the mindset of just the DIY. You know, there's a place for it. But when it comes to actually growing and learning from others, um, you know, it, it, it's about then being becoming an investor, investor in yourselves, investor in your skills and your legacy, invest in, in where you're going. And, um, you know, when we have that mindset of trying to do and learn everything on ourselves, it really is a broken mindset um, because we're not called to do all things right. Um, we are called uh, with a very specific and a unique gift a set of gifts um, and if we are so <laughs> concerned with trying to do all the things that are outside of our giftings we only um, dilute and water down the things that we truly are called to do so you know it's it, it really is um, I would say a mind a mindset shift that has to happen within a lot of a lot of couples who are who are wanting to transition if that's something that you all are wanting to do um, to replace your nine-to-five income this year you really want to make sure this mindset of understanding okay what are we truly good at and how can we focus in on this primarily the most um, to get these things done and now in addition to that these other six points as well all tie into mindset too but I believe number seven this it kind of wraps up all these now I would say we do have a bonus yes this bonus ties it could tie all of these together um, and once we're clear we can address it and work through it to become to develop our our, our mindset and our skill set uh, and this is fear. Fear um, can easily be the connector between all seven of these lethal or deadly legacy killers. Yeah, the thing about fear, fear is like air. Um, it, it's, it can show up in all places and it can take on any shape. Um, you, you put fear in, in, in certain you know, contexts and it's going to show up in that context. And so a lot of times if we're looking, if we're thinking about fear in a one dimensional sense, we're we have just created blind spots to all the other ways that fear can show up. So yes, it mm -hmm. can show up in these other seven ways as well. Yeah. So just be mindful is what we want to say. Be mindful to that. Let's head on over to enjoying the journey, journey together segment so we can talk a little more in detail about practical steps that can be used right away. All right, let's go. guys here we are now at enjoying the journey together this is where we give you two actionable and practical steps so you guys can see traction fast yes yes so here's what we're going to do we're going to keep this super simple we just gave you a list of seven legacy killers right that we as 
marriedpreneurs, every marriedpreneur couple must overcome in order to continue to grow. So what we're going to do is say, let's go through each of these, use the, these seven, these, this list of seven legacy killers as an assessment and as a guide as you're growing. So for example, number one was constant comparison. Some question that you would want to ask yourself for, do you find that you are constantly comparing yourself to fill in the blank? And one easy way to look at that is to look at your emotional state. So are you looking at like, man, I need to be doing more because they're doing that, or I should be doing this because they're doing that, right? No, 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 no. We want to make sure that we're clear on what we're called to do. So we're going to work through that. And then the second one, lack of clarity. Yeah. Just ask yourself and be honest, you know, is there a lack of clarity? Do are, are we clear about who we're serving? Are we clear about our value? We want to go through those kinds of that, asking ourselves those questions because that's where we cannot afford to have a lack of clarity. Mm-hmm. All other things can be acquired and they should be, mm-hmm. but we just want to make sure that we're clear on what it is that we're doing. Exactly. And the third one, um, broken systems. Are there systems that could be better? Are we just getting by? Are we saying, well, that'll do type of system and that'll work for right now, um, but there's actually a better way that we can implement to to automate and to save our time, to actually increase our income with it, within our business, to, to increase our free time for one another? Like, What are these systems that we could be either implementing or improving that we already have? right now number four i want to ask ourselves hey are we hobbying or are we actually giving this the this 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 call giving this desire this effort the kind of effort needed and are we treating it as the priority that it needs to be even if we are in transition with other things we just want to make sure that we're giving it the kind of priority Mm -hmm. that we say this is what we're serious about doing exactly and then number five for being easily distracted do you find that you are easily distracted when opportunities come your way or when you see others doing something that you know it looks like they're getting the results that you desire do you feel like you need to jump on that bandwagon or do you feel like you need to say yes to every opportunity that comes your way if it's not um supposed to be what you're doing at this moment if it takes you away from what you're truly called to do and what you're working on um and and then do you feel if you do say no do you feel like you're actually missing out on something else right um these are some things questions that you want to ask yourself and and reassure yourself that if you're not supposed to do that at that time whatever is for you is for you it will come back around in the timing that's supposed to come back around if that's what you're called to do as well too so to being clear on uh, on your focus so you you're not easily distracted okay and then number six number six is hey are we being inflexible in our approach and in our building process because if we are being inflexible then inevitably what's going to happen is is that we we're now assuming we're not talking about compromise then what's going to happen is we're not making tweaks we're not making adjustments we're not pivoting and let me also mention that there's also um a lack of awareness um and as we mentioned earlier we're not listening to our market exactly and lastly number seven being uncoachable um who is it that we are 
actually listening to as far as the the insight, the expertise um, that we are willing to say, okay, they actually do know a bit more. They are further along um, than us in this in this process. Um, who are we investing in? If it's not whoever it is, you know, you want to make sure that. Um, you're not an island to yourself and you're mm-hmm. not trying to just figure everything out um, on your own. And yes, there are some, some things that you do and you can do on like DIY, but then making sure that that's not the mindset of everything that you're working through, right? And as you're growing through this and through the different stages, allowing yourself and your skill set and your mindset to shift in that as well too. So you have the right coaches on your team. You have the right community that you're plugged into, that you're listening to the right types of content. And if you're listening right now, we're glad you're here. You're listening to the right type of content from the American New Life Podcast. Um, so, you know, just really being very mindful of these things as well, too. So we hope that this uh, quick assessment has been helpful to you as you all are growing. And one of the things that we want to make sure and make ourselves available to you at this time, we do have flexibility. Uh, depending on when you're listening to this, um, the, the link will tell you <laughs> how much flexibility there is remaining. But if you are wanting and desiring to have a Maripreneur strategy session and to um, learn more about what the next steps are when it comes to even working with us and what that looks like and what are the steps that need to be put in place and having the, the team um, connected with you to walk you step by step on this journey, then we would be honored to have that conversation with you. You can head over to getsystemsnow.com to learn more about that opportunity to hop on a call with us, getgetsystemsnow.com. And uh, we look forward to serving you. So until next time, keep living purposefully, powerfully, <laughs> and profitably in sync. All right, peace out. Ready to drop them bars, hubby? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, we here. Hi, girl. Okay. <laughs> Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back again. Another episode, press play, now you in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm -hmm. A little more to help you both soar and step. Same page where we know you want to be. And know it's not as easy as one, one, two, three. three. It's more like three, two, one. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan and have fun. And anything you two were called to was doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two were called to was doable. Hit subscribe, press like make it reviewable peace peace anything you call to is doable press subscribe press like make this reviewable for the people in the back (laughs) that's a wrap guys maybe let's see if it was recording